Hey everyone, welcome in to a, another daily editorial here on the KE Report, getting an update from Midnight Sun Mining. This is a company that I introduced back in August of last year. The company is traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol MMA and on the OTC markets under the symbol MDNGF. Midnight Sun Mining is focused in Zambia on copper and cobalt exploration company holds the Slowazy licenses within there. There are a number of different targets and areas. We are chatting with Adrian O'Brien, Director of Marketing and Communication. Now, Adrian, there, there's been a big development that has come into the company just back on February 20th. You announced that Cobold Metals, now this is a privately held company, is joining forces on the Dumwa target within the Slowazy licenses. Cobalt Metals is where I want to start here because this is a company that, if anyone's seen the news releases out, private company that is backed by some of the largest investors you can have in the tech space too. We have Bezos as an investor. Bill Gates is also an investor among some other well-known tech names. Let's talk about Cobalt. What brought this company into the mix for this Dumbwa target, please. You know, Cobalt is, is, I mean, I think they're super interesting. I love what they're doing. And, and it's an exciting story just to see both a company taking such a technologically advanced approach to mining and also pulling in, as you mentioned, like all these big investors from the tech sector that I don't think a lot of people ever thought we were going to see the day that you saw something attached to Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or any of these guys in the mining space or the exploration space. And yet here we are. So that certainly speaks volumes about the need for critical metals and where people want to be. But when you look at what Cobalt is doing, you know, they're taking a very aggressive approach. They have a, a totally different approach to, to exploration in general. It's technologically advanced and they're utilizing basically artificial intelligence and different kinds of data um, and different kinds of data analysis with their own proprietary technology to fast track development of projects to get us to the point where we can get those critical metal projects to the market and supplying the shortfalls that are coming our way. And so they've gone out and, and lined up a handful of a, a project. I shouldn't say handful. It's actually quite a few. Um, they're on four continents now, and I think they've got 50 or 60 active, active projects. But this is kind of the key project in Zambia and the only one in the, in the, domes region, which is kind of the area that hosts these billion ton copper deposits. You know, we had interest from a lot of companies over the last 12 months to get involved, different strategics. All of them had a different approach, deal proposals and ideas that were kicked around were all a little bit different, but we really like Cobalt. We love the team. They're straight shooters and they have this great list of investors, this great, you know, approach to mining and exploration. And they were the right guys for the job from our standpoint. What brought them to the table was, I think, a combination of looking at Zambia and looking for the most prospective jurisdictions. And I think really the same reasons that we love this project. It's a project that exists in an area where if you find a copper deposit, they are generally going to be a billion tons. There's not a lot of smaller copper deposits in, in the Domes region of Zambia. We're surrounded by five of the biggest operating mines in, in Africa uh, for copper mines. Um, and the biggest, which is Consanchi, owned by First Quantum. So you have an area where it's you're, you're searching for massive, massive discoveries, massive targets. 
You're also looking at near-term infrastructure. Cobalt is not a company that wants to be an active mining company. They're a passive mining company, meaning they utilize and leverage their own technology to help you fast-track development of a project. They end up with a significant interest in your project, and eventually they move a, part, a portion of that interest off to an operator that can run the mine, operate the mine, and they maintain a, a minority interest in the entire thing. And so all of that fit with our own approach. Uh, and I think that a combination of what we had as far as what we had seen prior, um, discoveries in the area, and, and all combined with a discovery that was made on the property boundary, uh, southern boundary of our Dumbwa property by another major a couple of summers ago, um, they made a discovery there, and and that links to this twenty kilometer long soil anomaly that we have. And I think everybody everybody heard about that quickly, and word spread, and we had a lot of interest. So it was, it was super exciting, and it generated a a deal now that our shareholders are going to get to reap the benefit of. Let's talk deal terms. The company Cobold, that being, can spend U.S. fifteen million dollars in exploration and make cash payments totaling five hundred thousand U.S over a four and a half year period to earn a 75% interest in this Dumwa area. Last time we chatted, we talked about this Dumwa area and just how much work needed to be done there. You'd outlined 30 to 50,000 meters of drilling. Now that you have a budget, the Cobold will fund here. When do you think drills will start turning? How aggressively are they going to start turning early on? They're, they're going to be really aggressive. So part of the deal comes with a minimum of 2,000 meters of drilling in 2024. That is not to say that's all the drilling that they're going to do in 2024, but they're going to do that right away. And so we're currently in the rainy season. It is tough to work in Zambia in the rainy season, not because of the amount of rain. It's actually only probably a couple of hours a day, but the ground turns into a, a really soupy mess. Um, it's sticky and difficult to work and moving drill rigs around is an, is an underpain. So we're waiting till the end of the rainy season. That's probably going to come to a close here in the next four to six weeks. And then Cobalt will mobilize their drill rigs and get out there and start drilling at, at Dumbwa. So, you know, all the, all the preliminary work is done. They're ready to drill and they're ready to get started. I think when you look at their geological team, uh, you get a really good sense of, of why they're being so aggressive and, and got the right people leading the way. Let's talk about those people then, because look, Cobalt, it's in the news because it's AI-driven battery metals exploration, but they've amassed a large team of geologists as well. Clearly, they were in your data room running through the data, probably running it through their AI systems before they signed this deal. Give us a background on some of their, their team, their geologists that they use. Yeah, for sure. You need to talk about David Broughton. Um, David Broughton, and we... We've known David for years. Um, David was one of the first people that told us how important this property really was. Um, you know, he shared with us his own views to how important this project was and, and the potential that, that lays in our Solwazy project. But, you know, David is arguably the top ZX copper guy in the world. Um, he's a phenomenal geologist and he's credited with the discovery of Kinsanchi. He's led the development team at Kinsanchi regardless. And he's credited with the discovery of Kamoa Kakula, which is, uh, of course, Ivanhoe's deposit sits just north of us. Um, that's today, that's around 600 million tons at 3% copper. Incredible, incredible uh, discovery and, and asset that they have. But David, uh, David was hired by Cobalt to be their chief geologist on copper projects. And David will be running the program at Dumbwa. 
And so not only do they have David, they've uh, brought Murray Hitzman on. As far as I know, they have Murray. Murray was the head of the U.S. Geological Survey. They've brought on pretty much every regional expert in SEDEX copper deposits and amassed the ultimate team to do this. And so that was one of the most appealing things to us as far as doing a deal with Cobalt is that we inherit the team we've always dreamt of having. You know, we've always wanted David to come and run our projects and to be involved, but you know, we weren't in a position to do that. And all of a sudden now we have the top guy in the world who has built his own team that is, you know, the top team for, for going after these projects. And they're going to be developing Dumbwell, which is absolutely incredible from our standpoint. All right. So Cobalt moving forward with this Dumbwell portion. Last time I had you on the show, though, there are some other areas within the Slowazy project that are still under the control of Midnight Sun. So What's the strategy going to be here for some of these other targets that you as a company can move forward? Yeah, this is a really important part of the story, Corey, because I mean, really, at the end of the day, you know, if we were to do a deal and we did have other offers, we had other groups that were around and, you know, if we were to do a deal that encapsulated our entire project, keeping in mind that if you look at our project with a 35,000 foot view, you can split it up into four separate target areas, each of which has the potential for one of these giant copper SEDEX copper deposits. And Dumbwa represents one of those four targets. And so if we were to move forward with a company and, and tied up the entire project, now you're at the mercy of their speed, at their delivery, at their exploration plans, and most importantly, their news flow. So at the end of the day, you could be in a really, really terrible position. And it would be a total disservice to our shareholders to put ourselves in a position like that after a decade of working on this project. And so this deal gives us a, an aggressive approach to Dumbois. This is going to get us an answer at Dumbois as to what's there, but it, it very importantly leaves us with all of the other targets and our oxide resource to ourselves. They become, you know, the assets that we can go after on our own. So we're looking at separate financing for those now and basically figuring out where we want to go first. And I think the very first thing out of the gate is to go ahead and uh, and drill off an oxide resource and then to start establishing an approach to at least one of those targets whether it's Kaziba or me too but at the end of the day to answer your question we have three of the four targets owned 100 percent by uh, midnight sun and that we're going to move ahead on our own so we've left a tremendous amount of blue sky for our shareholders so you mentioned that you're looking through some financing options here to move through these projects or move through these different areas what is the low-hanging fruit when you do get some money raised in terms of catalysts, again, for you as a company that you can undertake? Yeah, so first step is going to be to uh, to arrange financing. Um, you know, I think that this deal with Cobalt gives us a great uh, opportunity to go and, and carry out the meetings that we started last summer towards uh, significant financing for the company and to bring our capitalization up to a point that we feel we can properly move forward with these different targets. But, you know, the, the big plan would be right out of the chute is to go and drill off this oxide resource. And, you know, I think it's one of the most overlooked aspects of this story in that, the, you know, to, to give you kind of a basic overview of it, we have this 506 square kilometer property and there's oxides across the entire thing. So typically in, in Zambia and in this region, your entire project is covered in overburden. You don't have any bedrock exposure whatsoever. But you do have oxides in various areas across the property. And we have a number of different spots where we can ring fence 
10, 15, 20 million tons of material at 0.3 to 0.6 or 0.8 percent, and areas where we even think it gets as high as over 1 percent. And so that wouldn't necessarily be an exciting target on its own. I'm not going to sit here and say that we're going to open a uh, an independent mine for oxides. But if you look at the area and you look at the other operators that are there, First Quantum being a great example at Consanchi, they're producing sulfuric acid at a very uh, significant rate per year, and that needs to be dealt with. And so if you have uh, an operator that needs oxides for getting rid of, you know, heap leaching their oxides to get rid of their sulfuric acid, um, and we can supply those oxides as a turnkey mining operation, we have no problem getting to 50 million tons of 0.3, or at least we don't think we will. It's cheap to do, it's easy, it's RC drilling, 40 to 50 meters depth. You only have to assay every 10th hole, you can run XRF. It's very easy, very cheap. And at the end of the day, we build out a resource, we could have a turnkey mining operation within 12 to 18 months um, that produces something in excess of $20 million a year for Midnight Sun as a passive interest. If you're if you're in that kind of dollar range, you're talking, you know, well over a dollar or two per share in value that we're not getting any, uh, you know, any love for right now. Well, first things first, raise that money. Keep me up to date on how that goes. And then we can talk about what work needs to go in to drill off that oxide resource and your further options there. Thank you for coming on, though, and introducing this deal with Cobold Metals. It's a company that, as I said, has been in the news and now a company that is going to move one of your project areas, let's call it Dumblois, forward starting in the next few weeks. So if anybody has any follow-up questions for Adrian, please email me. I'll get him to address those. I will also follow up as we get more news on what Cobold is doing and after the company raises some money. Adrian, thank you very much for this update. I do appreciate your time. Excellent. Thanks, Corey. Always appreciate it.